Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Harmonic Social Media proudly brings to you my favorite podcast in the world, the co-host Jared Orr, the arguably most famous man named Al from Lima, Ohio, although some people might say it's Al Jardine from the Beach Boys, but I'm partial and it's our show, so I'm going to say it's our co-host Al Snow, and this is Inside Al Snow's Head, and if you're not down with that, I've got two words for you. I'm I'm sorry. If you're not down with it, shoot me a DM. I'll figure out some way to make the show a little bit better for you. But other than me being really excited about DX getting into the Hall of Fame, Al, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, and clearly you are too. I'm glad that the medication's finally kicked in. Yes, yes, it has. Uh, I'm just excited, man. I, if Growing up in the era of wrestling that I grew up in, in high school, everybody was crotch chopping. DX was as big as it could be. Uh, I argue all the time that DX was as big for the Attitude Era as Austin or The Rock was. Um, they, they, uh, I wouldn't go that far, but they were big. They were big. I, I think that D-Generation X really was that attitude that started the Attitude Era. Um, if you look at the, the whole feud that they had with with Austin, with having Tyson in their side, um, you know, passing the belt over to him and that, that Austin Tyson showdown really kind of started that Austin McMahon thing. Um, DX marching into WCW on the tank. Um, again, sure. I, maybe they're not Austin or the rock, but they're, they're right there on that, uh, you know, on that, that, that top of the list of the attitude era, in my opinion. I, I, they were right up there. I absolutely, I, they were, that was the great thing about the attitude era was that everybody on the show meant something to some degree. And, you know, and you had so many people at the top that, you know, helped create so many memorable moments, like the ones that you're just listing off. I mean, those are just, just a few that really helped to define that whole attitude era. And, uh, man, I'm so grateful that I got to be a part of it. It was it was amazing. And I don't think it's any secret that uh, guys like the Road Dog and, and Billy Gunn, and, you know, those are personal friends of yours to this day still. And, you, you know, you really had an opportunity to work with, uh, with both of them and, and some of them in some memorable matches. Um, and we're, we'll get into it one day. We'll talk a lot about DX and, and the time and the Attitude Era. But uh, I just know that this is, uh, it's, I'm sure it's great for you to see more wrestlers from the time that you were there going in and, and being inducted and I'm sure it's, uh, it's an exciting feeling for you. Oh, yeah, and I'm happy for, for anybody to get that kind of acknowledgement to, you know, get that honor of being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's, I couldn't be more thrilled for each and every one of them that are, are being inducted this year and all the years past, too. I think it's awesome. And for, for all the fans that reached out to me, email and DMs, looking for... Al to cut some sort of negative sound bite. Um, that's not what we're going to do here. We're here to have fun. So you know, why would I cut uh, a negative sound bite? What negative about what? You know, there's a, a, a lot of people wanted to know about you know why are they oh they're doing this so they don't have to put China in on her own or this is just another thing Listen, for the clip. China was hold on. China was quite honestly, if it hadn't been for DX and her involvement in in DX, that was what was the springboard that brought her in and. And got the ball rolling and gave her the platform to become China on her own. So, you know, and she was an integral part of that, that whole act. So I, I don't see how it doesn't make sense to put her in with DX. Um, because she was a part of 
DX, and they were a major component of the Attitude Era. So I don't know where they, you know, why they would, you know, think that there would be anything negative about that anyway. It's still an honor, uh, and maybe later WWE may decide, you know, to honor her for her own individual work. But for right now, they're honoring her for her involvement and in being a part of the group. I think that's terrific. I mean, what's what can be negative? Absolutely. You know, Sean Waltman said on Twitter the other day, which I thought it was the best somebody had mentioned, oh, you know, it's great that you're going in as DX, but you deserve to go in by yourself. And, of course, you know, he said thank you. I appreciate the compliment, but I, it feels right going in with the group that I'm going in with, how I'm going in. These are the, these are the people that I, I want to be remembered with, so I'm happy to yeah. have it done this way. And when you look at it that way, it really it makes a ton of sense, and I'm super excited. I was a huge DX fan, and, uh, and they they certainly deserve it, every single one of them. And uh, I think it's actually really cool of WWE and the, the McMahons and, and Hunter to, to have Billy there and kind of give him his WWE send-off, for now at least, before he goes and takes on his new venture at AEW. I think that really shows a lot of class. Oh, I agree. And, and never say never. You know, just because he's over in AEW now doesn't mean that, you know, Billy Gunn won't find his way back to WWE sometime in the future. You never know. Absolutely. That's why I say, you know, it's everybody has their kind of goodbye for now. It never seems like it's goodbye with the WWE. It's always kind of see you later and, um, you know, down the road, things are always open. Uh, just like the big news that Bruce Pritchard is now working at WWE. And last night was his first Monday Night Raw that he was a part of. And I guess nobody's really mentioned. There's been no comment from Bruce. Conrad has been completely off of Twitter. It's weird that there's a silence coming from their camp. In fact, some of the sheets on Facebook have actually already picked up. Hey, why are these guys so quiet? What's the speculation? But uh, if you believe what you read, Bruce Pritchard has worked his way back into to WWE. And I think it's it's great. Good for him. He had an awesome podcast. Yeah. And he did a lot of great work in the wrestling business for a long time. And I think it's also great that the WWE recognized, hey, he was here at some times that we were at our best um, for a long period of time, you know, not not like some people who came in and had a cup of coffee with some fame, but Bruce was there during multiple huge runs with the company. So I think it makes sense to bring him in and try again. Bruce was there for decades, right? You know, right. it was a it was a very integral part in in the creative process. You know, he may not have been the you know sole aspect of it, but he was certainly a part of it and had some influence and direction. And you can do whatever you want. You could you could set Vince's house on fire. You could punch his wife in the face. And if he knows he can do business with you and make money with you, he'll bring you back. You know that's it. All he cares about is is doing business and putting on the best possible show that he can put on. Yeah, that that's absolutely true. And I think Bruce will help put help them put on the best possible show. Something else that I haven't brought up yet on our show, and I'm going to bring it up right now because it's happened again. Um, it, it's no it's no secret that I'm a huge fan of wrestling podcasts and everything that's going on in the wrestling world. And I do listen to Conrad Thompson's 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. Now, several times on his show, Eric Bischoff has gone out of his way to put over Al Snow in his work backstage and his creativity. And in one of his most recent episodes, Ask Eric, they asked him if he was starting up a promotion, who would he want 
backstage and one of the first names he mentioned was Al Snow again and he really went on to say some awesome things about you that I think a lot of people from within the business know. Uh, what is your relationship with Eric Bischoff? You guys have worked in the past together, I would imagine. Uh, we worked together at TNA and I think he's a very passionate guy. I enjoy working with him. I think he's a very he has a vision of what he wants to do and he's not afraid to you know stand up for it and I'm very flattered. I mean, and when I say that I have a lot of respect for him, I really, truly do. I mean, I, the man's, you know, accomplished a lot in the wrestling business. And, uh, you know, man, and as a performer, you know, he's amazing as a performer. Absolutely. I mean, he knows, he knows what to do, and uh, he does a great job. I'm speechless. I mean, I'm very flattered and, and don't know what else, was, what else to say that, you know, he holds me in such an esteem. And, um you know, it makes me makes me very happy that um, not only does he hold me in that esteem, but he he tells other people about it, and hopefully, I can live up to his compliments. That's that's about all I can do. Well, I think you I think you're doing I, I think you're doing a damn good job. And if you ask me, Al, you're pretty damn swell. So, um, well, thank I, you. I agree. I agree with Eric. Now, as we're recording this, it is Tuesday morning, the twenty sixth. Well, Tuesday afternoon, the twenty sixth. Now, actually, the evening for you as well. Um, and yeah. it's also been announced that DX isn't going to be alone in their run to the Hall of Fame, but they are taking the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man, with them. Uh, have, did you ever work with Honky? I've been on lots of different shows with Honky Tonk Man, and it's always, it's always an adventure, and it's always uh, enjoyable. And uh, I love seeing him. You know, he's he's a hot mess, but he is he's a lot of fun. He's that shtick, that shtick will never get old for me. I, I've always, I, when I was a kid, I absolutely loved to hate the Honky Tonk Man. And, yeah. And then as I got older, I realized that that was how great he was, that he, he made me hate him, and that was his job. And boy, he did it. He did it good. And, yeah. uh, and I, I certainly believe that the Honky Tonk Man, for, for what he did and his, his time in the business, I think it's really cool to see him finally get in. And again, we were just talking a few minutes ago, never say never. There was a time where I thought, you ain't going to see the Honky Tonk Man getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and in fact, there was even a rumor that he was asked once already, and he said no. I'd heard that story, too. I remember him on a show telling me that and complaining and, you know, rousing about it and you know, and I, they give, they they figure out your number, and they give you, you know, they know your number. They're going to give you just that number. They ain't going to give you nothing more. And, you know, right, I'm the right. damn. I ain't going in for that. And, you know that kind of thing. So, uh, I think you know what I think it's great for Honky too because the fans deserve it. You know, if you were if you were a fan from that era, the Honky Tonk Man was one of the the favorite guys to to hate, and uh, and I think we deserve an opportunity to see him him get in there. I think it's really kind of kind of cool. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's earned it. You know, he, he certainly deserves it. It uh, it turns out that DX and the Honky Tonk Man aren't the only ones headed to Gotham in April, though. Uh, if it, uh, you can't hear that right now because Nikolai doesn't put the music in until after we record, but if he does his job right, Frank Sinatra's New York, New York's going to be playing right now while I talk about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because on April fifth and sixth. Collar and Elbow is going to be at the WrestleCon convention at the Hilton Midtown. And not only can you go and get one of the very coolest and honestly most comfortable shirts available to wrestling fans, but you can also meet Dave. You can meet our host, Al Snow. And I understand you guys have a uh, another big 
guest that's going to be there with you as well, right? Yeah, we do. We got King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy will be at the table with us, and he is—he's a joy to be around, even though he's a miserable soul. It'll be fantastic to have him there. And uh, I encourage everybody, if you're at WrestleCon, to come by, check out Collar and Elbow, check out the site, the designs, the shirts, the clothing. Come talk to me, get an autograph, get a photo, talk to King Kong Bundy. Maybe Bundy will wow us with his stand-up comedy. Maybe, possibly, hopefully. I've attended a couple of his comedy shows, and, and he was pretty good. So maybe he'll do another one. He hasn't done one in a long time, so maybe we can talk him into doing one. So. Well, not only that, but this will be my first time actually meeting Al Snow face-to-face in person on the floor at WrestleCon. So I might even have some recording equipment with me. I'm pretty persuasive, so who knows what we might be able to get done for the Inside Al Snow's Head listeners uh, during that weekend. So something that, uh, that I'm really excited for. Hey, have you guys ever thought about this? Like, can somebody just walk up as they're purchasing a shirt and yell out one of the codes and get the discount live in person? Yeah, yeah, they can. They can just walk up and tell the code that they want to use, and, and they'll get their 10% discount right there. That's awesome. Now, for fans that are not going to be able to make it in attendance, now, let me just say that if you're going to be in the New York or the New Jersey area for the festivities that's going on for WrestleMania week, there are a few things, obviously, that everybody wants to check out, and obviously WrestleMania Access is one of them. But WrestleMania Access is going to open up on Thursday, so you do have one day of access to access before WrestleCon opens, which is going to be WrestleCon then on Friday and Saturday at, like I said, the Hilton Midtown. And uh, WrestleCon is so packed with so many uh, wrestling superstars from today, uh, from when you were a child, uh, even beyond. It's amazing when I was looking at that list of, of who's going to be there. So I certainly recommend that if you get an opportunity, you get down to, to WrestleCon at the Hilton Midtown and get over to that collar and elbow table. Uh, say hello to Al. Say hello to King Kong Bundy. Get an awesome shirt. Use our code. The show now has a code uh, for those of you that want to join in, which is Pod Squad. So remember, Al, the head of the job squad. Well, now you can join the Pod Squad here from the podcast. So use code Pod Squad, P O D S Q U A D, and save 10% uh, in person right there at the table or, uh, or online. Like I said, if you're not able to make it to the Hilton, check them out at collarandelbowbrand.com. So many awesome shirts. Still time to get in there on that Irish whip shirt so you are the coolest wrestling fan at the St. Paddy's Day Parade in your area. Yeah, I still haven't even gotten one yet myself. So Rod got... Hicks. Yep, Rod Hicks. Son of a... Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm super excited about uh, WrestleCon. I'm excited about the opportunity to, to meet you and Jessica and, uh, and, and chat with you guys a little bit. And like I said... Maybe... Yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, we always... Uh, WrestleMania has been for years for me. It's just been... It's just been an awesome event that I always take my family to, and it's a wonderful trip. So um, we're looking forward to it like we always do. Just can't wait to see everybody, get to see you, uh, you, and, you know, is Nikolai coming? Is he going to make it? You know, I've, uh, I actually was just talking to Nikolai about this, and I'm like, dude, just book the flight. Let's go. Um, so he's, he's kind of on the fence about it right now. Uh, we'll, we'll see, though. I've already got the, the room booked, so he can, he can cuddle right up next to me, and I'll keep him nice and warm yeah. at night. I don't know if he's worried about the big city, but it's okay. I grew up in a big city. I'll take care of him. 
Um, I've got my I've got my pizza route. In fact, I was just telling Jessica on Facebook that uh, I am very excited to meet you guys. It's a super close second to the pizza that I'm going to meet. I've got my pizza route down. I've got an app that tells me where the best What's slices. The best? What do you What do you think it is? What do you think's the best there in New York? All right. So, uh, quick shout out to Barstool Sports. But I don't know if you're familiar with Barstool Sports, but. The, the, pre- yeah. the president of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, does uh, pizza uh, reviews in Manhattan, and he's been doing it for the last two years. He's done like 500 of them. Every day he goes out and tries a slice of pizza, and then he rates it. So his highest rated is John's on Bleecker right now at a 9.4 on a scale of 10. Um, so Bleecker? On ble- John's on Bleecker. So uh, if you... Have you ever been to the... Uh, I can't think of the name of it. It was down underneath the, in on Brooklyn, underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. It's supposed to be really good, too. Well, And then right across the bridge at the end on Staten Island. Well, we'll shout his app out, the One Bite app, because that's how he says it. One bite, everybody knows the rules, and then he eats the whole slice and gives it a rating, but he says he only takes one bite to rate it. Um, so the, yeah. the One Bite app actually has pizza from all over the all over the country in fact um because that's what he does in fact i wish i could remember where it was but he did a brewery in kentucky where um the owners threw him off the property and he rated their pizza 0.0 and it absolutely demolished their business Um, really yeah yeah the the owner came out and was like dude get off my property you're not you're not filming here. And he's like, I do pizza reviews, you know, millions of watchers and, and viewers. And the guy was like, I don't care. And he was like, well, your pizza shit anyway, 0.0. And boom, it like changed their whole, their whole thing. So it's, he, he's very influential in that way. And I've got my pizza routes uh, mapped out. I'm going to try at least three of the 42 rays. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to get to John's on Bleecker because for him to give it a 9.4, I have to know what it's all about. In fact, I might go live from Inside Al Snow's Head's Facebook page and give it my own rating and see if his 9.4 holds up. And I know he's not going to like that, I might, but I'm going to do it anyway. I might uh, join you. I would be interested in checking out a 9.4 pizza. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what? I'm, I might reach out to Dave Portnoy. Anyone that's listening to this, tag us and at Stool Prez, and let's see if we can't get Al Snow to do a pizza review with Dave Portnoy while they're in New York. I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going yeah. to look into that, actually. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Now, before we get crazy counting down our big meeting in New York City, because I, I don't, I, you know, that's a long way out. Uh, I had a pen pal once. I'm getting like a schoolgirl just thinking about I, it. I know, me too. I I had a pen pal once that um, after a long time of letters, we were finally going to meet and I had everything all set up. And then my mom was like, you're not going to San Quentin and you're 12. Stop writing to felons. So yeah. I was like super let down after that. So I don't want to get my hopes up too much here yet. But uh, before we count down this, this big inside Al Snow's head meeting at WrestleCon. We've yes. we've got this super show that you're running with Impact. Now you broke it initially right here on Inside Al Snow's head that you were doing a show with Impact, and I was I was excited for it. I wasn't sure exactly what was going to happen, but I'm sure you guys had good plans for it. Now I don't know if anyone's following Al on social media, but you should be Twitter at the Real Al Snow, uh, Facebook Al Snow um, at the Real Al Snow everywhere, but. This rivalry between Sammy Callahan and Tony Gunn 
has gone much past two guys that are going to go put on an entertaining match for fans. This has really turned into something that has become personal and aggressive. And uh, this is a situation of where Tony Gunn, uh, Tony Gunn wants to rip Sammy Callahan's face off. And well, Sammy Callahan spit in his face, you know, and, and has he and the uh, OVE guys, the Ohio versus everyone guys, that, that faction from Impact Wrestling, you know, they, they've shown up repeatedly on the buildup to these to the show uh, every week and have caused, you know, a distraction, tried to make the show about themselves, tried to hijack the show, and, uh, you know. Sammy, they, Callahan, they Sammy Callahan put hands on Dean Hill. You don't do that. Yeah, he put the and, I, you know, lucky for him that, you know, actually Tony saved him because Dean Hill's an old cop from the 70s back when they didn't have cell phones and, <laughs> you know, back when the police would kind of smarten you up a little bit before you ever actually got to the jail. That's so right. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to cross Dean Hill, you know, he, he might jack you up a little bit. Yeah, so. but, you know, you don't, you don't walk into the Davis Arena and put hands on, on Dean Hill and spit in the face of the oh. OVW champion. So, you know, like I've said, there's, there's a lot of times in wrestling where you just get, you know, interesting angles where two workers are paired up and they're going to go out there and, and entertain and put on a match. And I think this is a situation where that bell's going to ring and Tony Gunn is going to go ape shit. And, uh, and I'm, I'm super excited for this. I know there's a lot of other awesome matches building between these Impact and, and OVW stars, but I'm really excited to watch Tony Gunn and, and Sammy Callahan. Yeah, and, and I'm proud to announce that for the first time ever in the history of OVW, in the history of the company, um, we have completely sold out of tickets prior to even opening the doors So for this event. And, and as you should have, again, this is an awesome opportunity for any wrestling fan to to be able to see this and, and take part of this. And I think it's just so great for, for OVW to be able to, uh, you know, work with another company and show show exactly how awesome you are and to introduce uh, the OVW fans to the Impact audience and, and vice versa as well. So I think this is something that's really going to be cool. Now, other than the big showdown with Tony Gunn and uh, Sammy Callahan, what else are folks going to see at that show on March 2nd? Well, we've got big multi-man tag, big eight-man eight tag, where we've got the other accomplices, as Dean Hill likes to call them, uh, of the OVE of Sammy Callahan. We've got uh, the Chris brothers and Austin, uh, Ace Austin and uh, uh, Sawyer Fulton, and they'll be taking on a team uh, from OVW. Uh, we've got uh, Justin Smooth, uh, who will be taking on Brian Cage, um, uh, Moose uh, from uh, Impact Wrestling will be in a uh, fatal four-way with uh, a couple of OVW stars with Jay Bradley, uh, Big Zoe, and uh, Cashflow. And I just thought, you know, it would be a cool match because typically when you get a fatal four-way, it's, it's usually, you know, uh, all s normal guys or smaller guys. And this is four super heavyweight guys that can move, you know, that can are athletic and are big, big guys. So it should be it should be fun to watch. Um, we've got the OVW Southern Tag Team Titles with the War Kings in a an actual three way dance. Three way dance is different than a triple threat. Triple threats where all members of the match start at the same time. The three way dance, which is how this all started back in ECW, three way dances, two contenders 
for the same title that the champion holds. The two contenders must face each other for a period of 10 minutes, and after that 10 minutes, if neither one of the contenders was able to gain the victory, then the champions come out and they face both the contenders at the same time, and then whoever gets the pin first wins. So the War Kings will be sitting in the back letting, you know, uh, Trey Miguel and Zach Wentz of the Rascals face off against King's Ransom, and uh, hopefully they'll take each other out. And uh, if, you know, take one of them, one team will take the other out. If not, then War Kings will come out and face both of them, but they'll still have the advantage because the other two teams have been in the match already wrestling for a period of 10 minutes, and the War Kings will still have the upper hand as champions. I, I really, I really miss the three-way dance. I think it's awesome to bring that back, uh, and all the ECW fans certainly will remember that. If you're a wrestling fan, and I know I've said this before, check out ovwrestling.com. But the the matches that Al just talked about, and and one of the teams that he brought up was King's Ransom. And this is a team that I think the wrestling world needs to be on notice about because uh, these guys, and I know they're, they're just getting going, um, but it, these guys might have that thing that people talk about when they say it. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, they're, they're developing, and gosh, if they don't have the look, I don't know who does. Um, but they're, uh, they're good in the ring and they're, uh, I really think that this is a team that everybody in OVW needs to worry about in the, in the future. Um, and, uh, I don't know if their time is now we're going to find out because like you said, they're, they're in for a crazy match. Um, but it's, uh, that's a team that I've been watching for the, for the last little bit here and following both of them on Facebook and, uh, just really, really an impressive talent. Yeah, they they are, and they have that they have that X factor, they have that it factor, and um, you know um, they're very exciting to watch. They're very talented. Um, they're very green, but you know for for their inexperience, they make up for it in a lot of other ways. And and I think it's going to be a very uh, very exciting and very entertaining match uh, between all three teams. Absolutely. Now, is this going to be a, is this one available uh, on fight, or how can folks how can folks see this? I won't be available on fight, unfortunately. It will be, it's a one night only pay per view for TNA, so they have the right of, uh, you know, airing it first. But we will be doing a live television broadcast locally on our, uh, our television partner, WBNA 21, here in Louisville, Kentucky. That's, that's another thing I'm real proud of is that since taking over the co- company, um, you know, we've been producing live television shows. Uh, periodically and uh you know with our specials we've been doing live television shows like when we did our 1000th episode that was both a live television episode and it was also you know a a pay-per-view on fight tv and so this time we're doing a you know another live television episode uh this saturday night and of course you can get more of the information at ovwrestling.com 
and they're always updating things uh, to the links to the YouTube page uh, where you can catch previous episodes of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Get yourself all caught up on all of the things that led up to this big showdown on March 2nd in the in Kentucky, which, again, like I said, I, I'm super excited about um, for the workers. I'm excited about it for you. Uh, I'm excited about it for the, the area Louisville wrestling there. I know that this is something that is uh, is going to be huge for everybody. It's really pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, we can't wait. We've got a lot of big plans, and, and, and hopefully, you know, I believe that this is going to be a launching pad for us to just move on to bigger and greater things, you know, throughout this whole year. We're just continuing to, you know, build, and we're looking forward to creating more partnerships with, you know, other, other companies and, and other talent and, you know, um, really doing whatever we can to, to try to build everyone up so that we all have a better chance of, of succeeding. Absolutely. And, you know, you talked about it a little bit in earlier episodes that it, you were really just kind of getting getting a feel for for being in this role with Ohio Valley Wrestling, and you kind of had to see where you were at. And now here you are uh, about a year later and uh, and really starting to make a lot of things, a lot of things happen. Like you said, doing live television and the Saturday night specials back and this partnership with uh, uh, TNA doing this this pay-per-view and the, the upcoming, uh, all the upcoming stuff that you guys have. It's really showing uh, how you kind of taken it, absorbed it, took it all in, and now you're, you're putting it to work. And the wrestling world really needs to, uh, to check out what's going on in Ohio Valley. Now, you, you talked about how you're bringing the whole family to WrestleMania with you in April. So you're going to be car tripping down to, to New Jersey, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's part of the fun for us is that we, we go out and we take these car trips to, you know, WrestleMania. We can fly, but it's kind of fun to, to hop everybody in the car, take a ride together and, you know, stop and do all the old roadside attractions and things on the way, all the goofy, you know, goofy spots. Um uh, that you would typically not get a chance to stop at, like, you know, the mystery houses and, you know. Uh, largest ball of largest, wine. Largest ball, all of them. I love all, we love all, the, you know, all those things to stop and do. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, there's you know, a... Stops at Ruby Falls the one time on, on the trip down one year, and, you know, I think it was to Orlando, you know, in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. If you get, you get a chance to go, go. It's, it's pretty amazing. So Who gets control of the radio? Uh, usually, uh, Jessica does cause I'm busy driving. So, so if Jessica, I don't mind. Jessica's got control of the radio. What are you going to be listening to most of the way there? Uh, usually we, uh, we listen to just whatever, you know, popular music on the radio at the time. I love, we love a lot of R and B and, and, uh, I like the old soul music, funk music. I love funk music. Like, you know, one of my all time favorites is parliament and, uh, flashlight. Like one of my all time favorite songs is flashlight. So, I've seen um, I've seen George I have a few times. over it. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, or Earth, Wind, and Fire. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Whew, that's baby making music, Al. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm past the point of making a baby. I just, but I like enjoying the music now. <laughs> hey, that's what you know. What you're at least I'll try. That's right. I'll keep trying. That's right. It's all about the practice. That's that's what mm-hmm. that's what it always comes down to. Now, as somebody who's traveled the country just over and over and over throughout your life, do you have those certain spots where you're like, oh shit, I'm booked in Peoria, Illinois. I know the perfect little restaurant I'm going to go to. Is there places that you're excited about going to so you can eat the food or visit the whatever? I mean, are there certain spots in the country that you 
you get excited about? Oh, yeah. I love to go out to, you know, Seattle. There used to be a restaurant out there by the airport called 13 Coins that they had the almost awesome cheesecake. Uh, always loved going to L.A., uh, In-N-Out Burger. Texas, you got Whataburger. Because you, go you can't go to L.A. without going to In-N-Out Burger, and you can't go to Texas without going to a Whataburger. I love Milwaukee. The food in Milwaukee is awesome, especially like the Mediterranean food or the Middle Eastern food. Um, there's a, a restaurant there called Casablanca I go to every time when I'm in Milwaukee. It's, oh, it's amazing. Love their food. And, uh, uh, but, of course, New York, there's so many great places to eat. And, of course, they've got, you know, great pizza. Um, there was one place, and I can't remember where it was. It was over in Elizabethtown, New Jersey, right off, the, right off of the turnpike. You kind of went in this back street. You kind of turned. Barry Horowitz took me there one time. And they, I had the best chicken calzone there. It was amazing, just absolutely amazing. Can't find it ever since. It's you just can't find it. It's back in one of those neighborhoods and couldn't find it. Going back. If any of our listeners has the Twitter handle for Barry Horowitz, tweet him and let him know that we need to know where to get this calzone from. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm Barry and I went there one time and. And uh, got that got that chicken calzone, and I've I've thought about it to this day. So, do you know what the internet's gonna do when they find out that the head of the job squad is hanging out with Barry Horowitz eating chicken calzones? It's gonna be. Um. So. Uh... <laughs> So it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And that's from being on the West Coast, being from the East Coast and being here in Portland, people do not understand what I go through constantly missing out on cheesesteaks and pizza and water ice. People don't even know what water ice is. You mention it and they look at you like you're crazy. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then my wife from Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Wings, uh, it's you know so we have these these trips back to the east coast and they're just totally full of just the most outrageously gross things you could possibly imagine um the, i don't know the big thing have you have you seen this thing the the, the big craze the south philly taco no i haven't uh, dude they take a giant slice of cheese pizza and wrap it around the cheesesteak Oh man! Yeah, it's, sounds amazing. Yeah, so there's just so for for me to be back on the on the East Coast and to be able to eat all of this food, that's what I'm I'm so so looking forward to. On top of the the awesome WrestleMania festivities, but uh, and I and I told your wife, I said, you know, hey, I'm gonna go check out all these spots on this that's mapped out on this One Bite app. You're more than welcome to come along. It's going to be a lot of eating, but it's also a lot of walking. So these activities offset. It's basically like when we yeah. when we get back, it's like we started at scratch. Nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all balanced. You know, it's all balanced. Perfect. I'm happy that you agree. Uh, Walking, you've you've literally took it from you know zero to ten back to zero. That, that's exactly how it works. I knew it. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to that though, but guys, make sure you check out what's going on with Ohio Valley wrestling and this clash in the bluegrass, uh, something that everybody is really looking forward to and, and total excitement for Al and everybody that's involved an uh, opportunity for these workers to, to touch with people that they haven't worked bef- with before on a big stage and, uh, and just really a neat, neat opportunity for OVW and impact again, OVW is at OVWrestling.com. Collar and elbow brand.com. 
Use code PODSQUAD, and that will save you 10% on any of those awesome shirts including the shirts that are located in the clearance section right now. Guys, I'm talking about awesome wrestling shirts that you can pick up for 10, 12, 13 bucks uh, and then use code PODSQUAD on top of it and save that 10% and have yourself one of the coolest, most comfortable wrestling shirts available on the market. Uh, other than that, I think we've covered a lot of cool ground for everyone to check out, Al. Uh, you got anything going on other than, other than OVW? You're probably not doing many appearances right now while you're doing all this, right? No, not right now at the moment. I'm uh, scheduled to be at the big event in on March. Uh, I believe it is March 8th. And, um, and you know, I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to seeing everybody up in New York at the big event. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not, I haven't just been able to take a lot of appearances, as many as I would like or typically would do, because I've just had so many responsibilities with OVW and, you know, it, and, and, and happy to be a part of OVW and, and having those responsibilities because we've, we're really um, right at the edge. And, you know, um, I'll wait until it happens. Um, well, technically, it already has happened. So I guess, you know, I will, I'll wait. I'll wait until it happens before I, uh, and, but we'll make, we'll break the announcement. We'll break, make the news here because uh, with OVW, we are, quite honestly, right on the uh, tip of, you know, creating a very, doing something that's historic and that's been never done in professional wrestling um, with our uh, training school, which I've always so proud. I've always been so proud of our training school. I mean, we've turned out, I think close to 200 uh, WWE superstars of OVW alumni. Um, and I, I, I forget the number that have went on to main event WrestleMania that have come directly from OVW as well. And, you know, and, and the number of other OVW alumni that have went out and worked in major wrestling promotions around the world in significant manner and had successful careers have all, you know, been right out of OVW. And this announcement has to do with our wrestling school and, you know, bringing it back to a place of prominence again within, you know, not only the wrestling business, but just in period in, uh, in, in the world of uh, sports entertainment in general, you know, we're, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I, I've always loved to be a trainer. Uh, I've trained people for years. I've been very successful with it and, I'm looking forward to building up that aspect of OBW as well again. I did have a guy on Twitter say to me the one time I shared one of the posts, and of course you just have the awful trolls out there. And uh, in the beginning I would find myself actually defending my point to them. Uh, now I just ignore them or delete them, block them, mute them, whatever it may be. But the guy's like, yeah, you know, who was Al Snow ever really trained? And I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. You know, who's he ever trained? Like. To Cody and The Miz and Ryback and D'Lo Brown and the Blue Meanie and the list just goes on and on and on Beth and on. Phoenix and Shane McMahon and Steve Austin and you know, not really many. Right. Who have you, yeah, ever, who have you ever helped out, Al? Um, not many. You know, many. And, and then you've got that other slouch working for you at OVW, Rip Rogers. Who's he ever touched that's done anything in the business? Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, true. So it's uh, I I understand. So now now I just find myself blocking them and, and ignoring them because that's truly what they're looking to do. Well, you should, quite honestly, you should do that, and and you should also pity these people because it's it's sad that they, you know, are so desperate to make themselves relevant that they feel that they you know need to take a negative bent 
hoping that somebody will remark or reply to them so that they can get in some kind of uh, internet tiff so that they can then, you know, get some kind of attention and become somewhat relevant outside of their own personal circle, which is what all of them are so desperate to do is to have some relevancy beyond just their, their city block that they live on. And it's sad, um, but no matter how much they struggle and scream and fight and kick and try to be as negative and trolly as possible, at the end of the day, even if they do get somebody to acknowledge them, they're going to go right back to being as irrelevant as they were before. Yeah, it's uh, it's awful. And like I said, I've really gotten to a place where I've just stopped giving them any kind of platform or way to, to try to bring it down. There's plenty of people that they can go out there with, and it's it's not going to happen to us. What I will say, though, is... We've had a huge outpouring um, from fans that have had some great things to say about the show, who have shared the show, and uh, and have sent messages. Gosh, we got that guy that has the tattoo of head tattooed on him. We shared yeah. it on our page. Um, another fan requested a, an autograph for a tattoo. Just, uh, you know, really awesome to see how many people um, are still interested in the Al Snow name and, and finding out. Loved what you've did in the past and are still interested in what you're doing now and that's why we're doing the show so every time you guys give us one of those five star reviews or you leave a nice comment or you share just the page or the show for your friends to, to know about it's really an awesome way to show Al uh, how much you, you appreciate it and, and support and in return uh, you know, we'll continue putting out awesome shows and answering whatever questions and, and whatever you guys want to hear about absolutely we certainly will so until next time the show is at the Real Snow Show on Twitter. It's Inside Al Snow's Head on Facebook. I am at Or Jarrett. He is at The Real Al Snow everywhere. And we are out of time on this week's episode of Inside Al Snow's Head. We'll talk to y'all. See ya. Thank you.